Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. In my Jesus. 
Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Hallelujah. All right. We, you know the Spirit is here now. Yes. Yes. Amen. The Spirit is in the house. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome back once again, everyone. A blessed day in God's grace uh, for giving us another day of life, health, prosperity, and His mighty word. Yes, Which is why we come to assemble today is to get into God's word. Yes. Uh, today we're gonna to be talking about some things. Uh, during this time of the year, there's a lot of things going on in the Christian community, yes. and uh, there's a lot of things that a lot of us don't understand about some of these festivals and events that go on. Yes. Uh, so, prayerfully, you receive this word today. Uh, it's kind of a two-fold um, word today, so God has blessed us with that, and I pray that your hearts are open to receive. Amen. All right? Amen. Amen. But before we get started, let's go ahead and pray and give thanks and honor to God. Dear Heavenly Father God, we come to you in prayer right now, dear Lord God. We thank you for your blessed word today, dear Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus, dear Lord God, for allowing the sun to shine upon our faces once again this morning, dear Lord God. We thank you for each and every one of our loved ones, dear Lord God, giving us the support that we need to make it through life, dear Lord God. We thank you for the children, dear Lord God, that you have blessed us with, dear Lord God. May we be good stewards and shepherds, dear Lord God, to bring them up correctly in your word. We ask right now in the name of Jesus, dear Lord God, and we rebuke, dear Lord God, the enemy and and any illness that may be ailing anyone right now, dear Lord God. We ask in in the name of Jesus, dear Lord God, that it be removed, dear Lord God, and we thank you, dear Lord God, for being in the presence, dear Lord God, of this assembly today, dear Lord God. We thank you, dear Lord God, for allowing us to gather today, giving us the rights and the freedoms to do so. We thank you for your mercy and grace upon our lives. And most importantly, dear Lord God, we thank you for your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who died upon the cross for our sins. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen. Amen. So we've been coming out of Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, and what I had wanted to talk about, you might say where this is going, what does this got to do with the other, right, one or the other? So what I wanted to talk about was two things. I said it's a two, two-fold thing. It's Lent and preparation. Like I said, a lot of people see people walking around and, um, you know, each denomination does it differently. You know, for the Catholics, they, they put the ashes on their forehead. Uh, other Christians, they just do a, a, a fast, a 40-day fast or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you're going, okay, well, what is Lent? You know, and, and there's, there's history behind it. Um, in Judea, back in the day, Palm Sunday, meaning the, the, the reigning in of, of, of a celebration, Palm Sunday, which is when, if you recall, when even King Solomon and, and Jesus both rode on, on, on mules into town, they were laying palms before them, meaning the auctioning and, and, and the, the coming of the king. Uh, and if you all recall, 
we just like, well, Jesus never took the kingship when he was on earth. Right? He didn't have to go. It was already his. For one. <laughs> and the, the second part is, they actually tried to offer it to him. A lot of people forget that story that the people literally came to Christ and tried to make him king. And he rejected it. Because he's like, this is not the kingdom that I came for. My kingdom is in heaven. It's not a fleshy kingdom. Yeah. See, this is where a lot of people now, the gospel starts to like, well, wait a minute. Is it a spiritual thing? Is it a physical thing? And now you have to separate the two. And this is what Christ can prepare us for. It's not a physical kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom. And for Lent, like I said, what they would do on Palm Sunday, that unction of bringing in the king, they would put the palms down as the king comes forth. And this is a representation of when Solomon was crowned. Right? So what they would do, what you get to learn under the astral, like what they, what they got to do with the story? They would take the palms and they would burn them. And when they burnt the palms, they would put, uh, well, they didn't do the cross then. What they did, they would just block their, their heads with the with the ashes of the palms. For them, it was a, a, a preparation, believe it or not, to go get baptized. That's the whole point of it, is to, because when you go to get baptized, you're supposed to prepare yourself in a certain way to be baptized. So when you go get baptized, it's a, it's, it's, when you go get baptized, you're saying, I, I, I'm admitting my sins now. So you're preparing yourself to change prior to. Now, when you do get baptized, and this is where the preparation comes in, when you do get baptized, you wash away of all your sins because you have, you have openly confessed them to the Lord. So this is where the preparation comes in. Now, I gave you the backdrop of why it is. Uh, a lot of people still do it. Some people don't. And it all depends on what you believe. Because, believe it or not, Christ came down and he said this in one of his, um, and I'm going to get to the scriptures in just a minute. I'm just trying to give you a backdrop here. Okay. Um, you recall the, 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 the uh, conversation Christ had with his disciples. And he said, don't be like those who openly in the public mark their faces up to show that they're fasting. Yes. That's what he was talking about. Something about Lent. The throwing on of the ashes and, and doing everything to disfigure their faces. Because when you walk around with it now, everybody sees you have it on. Yeah. And so now they're going about praying out loud and doing all this. What did Christ say? Don't do it in the open, but now you have your reward because you want everybody to see it and boast about you fasting and praying. Yeah. But he said to go into your closet and do it in secret, and God will, what, reward you over <laughs> This is what Christ is talking about. See, see the backdrop of that? This is how God works. We, we don't need to be stuck there. You know, that's why he said, don't, don't, you don't need to be telling anybody you're on a fast. Only one needs to know is that those, you know, your significant other, or maybe your, your close family members, so they, they know what, what you're, yeah, yeah, according to what you're trying to do. But you don't need to make a, a public spectacle of it. Because it's supposed to be a, a intimate thing. But then again, what good is the preparation if you're still boasting? Because you're supposed to set aside the boasting and all the other sins. 
Would you go and get that time? Right? So in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Now this is Jesus. He came to say this. It says, then, then was Jesus led up to the up in the spirit into the wilderness. I mean, again, this is got the baptism, right? He was led up into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Not that he went out there and the devil came about him. It was meant to happen. It was supposed to happen. It says right there. He was led out in by the spirit to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hunger. And, and if anyone knows about fasting, we do get hungry in those first two or three days. We're like, oh, man, I, I, I can't really eat a hamburger right now. A cookie, a potato chip, a substance. Give me some kind of substance, right? Give us something. <laughs> but what you don't realize is the, lo the, the longer you go in your fasting, your body, you start to realize the hunger you had on day three, not like the hunger on day 30. Right. And it's not like the hunger on day 40. So when he was got to day 40, he was like, you know what? I, you know what? I, I go slaughter a cow right now. I'm about there, right? But it, 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 it fills you up, though. It fills you up. And he knew that he was hungry, right? He was hungry. And, and, and it says here, And when the tempter, the devil, came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, Command that these stones be made bread. Because he knows. I got you at your weak point now. I know you're starving like Marvin right now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you could use a glass of Kool-Aid or whatever it is I got. You probably won't. Right? <laughs> so, get this. But Jesus but Jesus had answered and, and said to him, Now this is this is this is where I get my my, my uh my infamous saying when I tell people, don't worry about where the scripture is, but know God's word. Because, now get this. It says in Jesus in verse 4, and Jesus answered him and said, It is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Did you hear Jesus give any reference to anywhere where that was written? Why? Because as soon as you come out of your mouth in Matthew chapter such and such, yeah. by the time you get everything out that is actually important, that has an authority to it, right. Satan will slap you in the mouth and shut you up. <laughs> right. Right? Right. right? So when you're dealing with Satan, you need to deal with him swiftly. Yes. you yes. got to deal with him swiftly. You can't be sitting around messing yes. around. Yes. You know, you gotta find the numbers trying to figure out which chapter and what book and all this other craziness, right? It, 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 it's, it's not going to matter. But, but get this. This is why we, we learn the word so you know what it is. It's not, it's, like I said, memorization, it's, it's okay to, to memorize scripture. And, and, and you're supposed to. You're supposed to learn it, right? But like I said, it's easy for you to learn more when you don't worry about those technicalities that slow you down. 
Because why? We, we sit here and we look for affirmations. If I said that to you, it is written that you know, man should not live by bread alone by every word, but seek out the mouth of God. What do most of us tend to do? Show me that in Scripture. We want to see it. What Scripture is that? Tell me the Scripture. We want to know what it is. But hold on. Christ knew that Lucifer himself was an archangel who had fallen. So therefore, he knew, he knew the word. I don't have to tell you which book it's in. I don't have to tell you which chapter it's in. And we as the body of Christ should be the same way. I should have to tell you in Luke chapter 3, verse such and such, this is what it says. Because for us, you're going to see what God says here. Now, I'm going to roll over to Deuteronomy chapter uh, 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And it reads this. And he humbled thee, right? And then these, are, these are the, um, when he's talking about the children in the wilderness, right? And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. See that? God suffered them to hunger, just as Christ did. He was a hunger. And fed thee with manna, a heavenly word, a spiritual word, which is what the manna, uh, uh, angel food is what you want to call it, right? Yeah. Okay? He fed them with manna, so Christ didn't need actual bread. That's what he was telling Satan. He says, which thou knowest not. See, you don't know these things. He says, but get this, neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord doeth man live. The same words Christ just gave Satan right before your eyes. He didn't go and say Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. <laughs> it says this. It is written. Because why you know it is written, right? Yeah. Now get this. Move over to chapter 6. Deuteronomy. Right? Chapter 6, verse 6. And it talks about the commandments of God in which he teaches us, right? In verse 6 it says, And these words which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart. Everything that God gives us, this is why when the Holy Spirit comes and says it, it, will, it will bring back to your remembrance the words of God, because it is in each and every one of us. It is written in our DNA. This is why our consciousness tells us when we do wrong, we know it's wrong, because it's against the commandments of God. We know it to be wrong because it's, it's in us. We don't need anyone telling us the scripture of what is and what isn't. Yes. Know, know that it is written. And whatever is written is God's word that is everlasting that created all. And that word that created all, what? We all have to abide by. So when Christ came to tell him, when you go back and he says, 
it is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then what did the devil do? He left that alone. So then what he do? He went to another thing. Because why the authority upon that which was given to him, the authority was already given and commanded that he not do this certain thing. So when the authority is there, you have to obey it. It's just like any time Christ came to any of those demons that he cast away, you had to obey it when he gave the word. Remove yourself from this person or whatever he was saying, whatever the words Christ was given. You don't, we, as God's creation, when that authority comes, just like on Judgment Day, when the authority comes, we have to obey the living word which created each and every one of us. There's no getting around it. And Satan knew that. So when Christ told him that, he, he left that alone. He went on to another thing. He goes in verse 5, Then the devil took him up into a holy city, into the holy city, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written. See, he cried, look at that. You see that? Yeah. He just said it. Yeah. It is written. Yeah. See that? Oh, yeah. See how he works? Look at that. For it is written. Right? He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. Psalms 91, verse 10 through 12. He didn't have to say that. Sometimes you gotta fight fire with fire. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You can't be sitting up here being being all all Christian like you know. Cause Christian like get you in trouble sometimes. Yeah. You gotta be Christ like know that the word is in you and say it is written. You know what God's word says this. And we say oh, you. In First Corinthians chapter five, brother. Like I said, by the time you get it out, we're stuffed in the mouth. We're stuffed in the mouth. And if you don't realize, Satan can shut you up. He can he can clip clip down on your mouth to where you can't speak. And, and I told my wife that when I first met her, I was over her house. No one was in Vegas when I told you this. I was laying in the bed. I don't know, still to this day, I don't know which spirit it was. But it jumped on me. And as I sleep, I always cover up. I don't like my shoulders being out. Yeah. So now it strapped me down. I'm in the bed like this. I can't move. My tongue is clucked on the top of my, my lip. I can't say a word. Yeah. I'm literally trying to talk and I'm like, I yeah. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't speak. Yeah. But I had that one word in my head. I started saying Jesus. I know you did. <laughs> in your mind, you start to I said, die, save Jesus. I said, Jesus, I've seen it four times. Yes, like you're the man. As soon as I said it, as soon 
soon as I was able to speak, I started praying. I <laughs> started praying. Right? <laughs> I started praying because, hey, you can't, you can't let it linger. Don't be like, oh, girl, I'm free. Nah. Just because you broke out of your jail cell don't mean you out of the prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's <laughs> true. You're going to go all the way out, right? I know that's right. <laughs> but this, this, this is the thing. we got to prepare ourselves yeah. for we got to prepare ourselves for the enemy because, like I said, the same thing Jesus came to him with, he came right back at him and said the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Christ said, it is written. He said, you know what? It, it is written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, this is what I'm talking about. People don't realize Satan knows, Satan knows the word back and forth. Yeah. What did he tell Eve? The same thing. Yep. Surely I know the Lord told you this. Uh-huh. But I tell you, if you eat it, you will not die. Mm-hmm. But you know, he left out a part about the day. He said that you will not die. Yeah, take that out. You don't need to hear the rest of it. <laughs> you just need to hear the part that I want you to hear. That's how I say more. I just need you to hear what I want you yep. to hear. Right. Yep. I want you to learn what I need you to learn. So I can take that little bit that you got and I can just mix it on up. And you, you don't know the wheat from the chair now. You're like, I got a bowl full of wheat, but it's a whole bunch of chair in there. You don't even know it. You go to try to bake with it, it ain't comes out no good. This is how Satan works. Now get this, further on. So he says, he gives give the angels charge and, and, and to help you. And in verse 6, Jesus said unto him, it's written again. <laughs> again. Exceeding uh, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And it is written. In the books of Moses, in Deuteronomy, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. But he didn't have to go to Deuteronomy. He didn't need his Bible with him to say, let me flip over and show you, Satan, where it is written. You see how we can make ourselves stumble? We try to confirm everything in God's word when we know it to be true. But because we live in our sin and our ignorance, we don't want it to be true. We want somebody to prove to us what God's word says. Show me in scripture where that is. If we all studied up, Lord, and say, study to show thyself approved unto the Lord, right? Not to man. If I tell you a scripture and you don't know it, it's not up to me to go find out what it says. Because you're the one in lack right now. Yeah, you're right. You are the one. Okay? So you've got to get yourself studied up. Me telling you what all the scripture says does you no good. You still have not confirmed it because you want confirmation. Go confirm it for yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. What good does it do? He'll flip right here and it says right there. What good does that do you? Because as as you're studying the words, you're trying to find that one scripture, guess what's going to happen? You're going to learn some more scripture along the way. That's right. So what good does it do me to confirm what you are lacking? I can tell you and you say that I don't believe that or I don't I don't think that is true. That's fine. Go prove it wrong. 
If like, like I said, everybody that tried to prove that God didn't exist, everyone of them ended up believing. And that's what I'm writing books about. Yeah. Yeah. Best sellers. Yeah. And that. But this is like, like that. He said, it's written again, I shall not tempt the Lord thy God. And again, the devil took him up into a, an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and said unto them, All these things will I give you, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan. Then get the hint, my bud. All right? Get this. I told you once. I don't told you twice. Right? For it is written a third time. <laughs> Thou should not worship the Lord. Uh, uh, thou should worship the Lord thy God, and Him only should thou serve. And guess what happened? Then the devil left him, and behold, the angels began to minister unto him a second time, <coughs> because the angels ministered unto him to prepare him yeah. to go into the wilderness. And when he had passed the test, they gave him some more preparation. And I'm done with the scripture right now. I'm not going to pick that up no more. We're going to talk about some good stuff right now. Because when you prepare yourself, you study for a test, right? This is the first semester. You're in school. You got four semesters. The first semester, you study for that test. You pass it. Okay, so now the teacher can teach you some new stuff for the next semester. And that's what happened with Christ. He's showing us each test you pass is from the stuff that you prepare you prepare for months, years ago. But now that you don't pass that test, don't think that you've come to the to the essence of being. There's more to come. Because I wish I had my other Bible because it did say in, in, in my my other King James Bible, um, it said that when the devil left him, it, it left him for a while, for a season. So he's coming back. <laughs> so he's like, okay, back to the drawing board. So Satan is over there on this little drawing board. He's like, okay, let me see what I can cook up. Yeah, get him to fall. This yeah. might work. Okay, I'm coming back now. But you thinking you don't pass the test? I don't need to study. Right. I'm good. Clean <laughs> slate. But you don't Satan now. Hey, remember me? And if you ain't got nothing for him. He definitely got something for you. All right? He definitely got something for you. Prepare ourselves. Fast. Pray. Study. Seek God. He'll give you all the answers. You don't have, like I said, most of the stuff that I know of the Word. I can tell it to you where it is. I know it's in the Bible. I know it's God's word. This I know it to be true. So you want to sit here? Oh, you don't know scripture? No, I I learn scripture. I understand scripture. So you can know it, but not understand it. Because a lot of people memorize scripture, but they don't understand it. 
they don't know it. They don't know what its meaning is. They don't know what it's trying to tell you. Look at all the Pharisees and the scribes doing Christ's statement. They knew the word. They knew the scriptures. But they didn't understand. They didn't know how to deliver it. They didn't know how to teach it. They didn't know how to live by it. I'm saying this to us because, like I said, that's why I brought up the lint thing. And there's nothing wrong with doing it. Don't get me wrong. My point is for me saying that was to let you know why people do it. And a lot of people do it just because they know that it's what to do. But if you're living by the, by, by, by the words of Christ, you will know that I don't need to do that. I don't need to mark myself up and let everybody know what I'm doing. I'm on a mission to help God do whatever it is He needs me to do on this planet. And if no one knows it, God knows it. So if you out there, you only got a church of one person, God knows what you're doing. Continue on your work. If you got a church of 5,000, continue doing what you're doing. God knows it. But don't get beside ourselves and thinking that we have reached a point where we don't need it anymore. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm bringing sports this because there's an a, a individual and I told my wife this testimony about this football player. I'm not going to mention her name. And this guy had got a million-dollar contract, $100 million contract. And he had lost it all. Lost it. And they asked him when, when the trouble came. They said, well, you had reached all this, you got all this, and... What happened to you? His very words was that I had got to the point where I thought I didn't need God anymore. Get to that point? Took it away. Everything. Houses, everything. So instead of you having a, instead of this guy having a hundred million dollars, jail time, and everybody that he had contracts with, now that it's a board of contract, now they coming out to him suing him, now he owes them money. Well, simple words, but the, the fact of the matter is, he admitted it. He understood what happened in his life, and he corrected it. That's the that's what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to get across. When you prepare yourself, you're never fully prepared. You're always prepared. Yeah. The, the, the battle you fight today is not going to be the same battle you fight tomorrow. It, it, it's a serious thing. It's a very serious thing. But. That's the word I have for today, and I, I pray that it, it blesses you guys' hearts. And uh, again, 
We thank the Lord for His mighty word. We thank Him for His grace and His mercy. We thank you, dear Father, for the only begotten Son and the teachings in which He laid upon us, dear Lord God. And we thank you for being our God and allowing us to serve you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.